Hello and welcome to this podcast. In this episode, we will be talking about a social movement called Black Lives Matter. Racism is a word that sparks a fire of justice in our hearts. However, the human tendency to form coalitions and attack other groups to defend their own is something that is commonplace in today's society. No matter how much we try to refine the theological and mystical depths of our mind, we simply cannot deny the fact that judgment and irrationality runs deep within the human blood. I'm your host Shivam Khanna and you are my guest. So let's talk about Black Lives Matter for a minute. It is a decentralized political and social movement protesting against incidents of police brutality and all racially motivated violence against black people. The movement gained an immediate popularity as it aims to bring justice, equality and freedom to black people all across the world. The movement first began on July 2013 with the use of the hashtag Black Lives Matter on social media after the acquittal of George Zimmerman. The shooting resulted in the death of an African-American teen, Trayvon Martin, 17 months earlier in February 2012. It became even more popular gaining national recognition in 2014 when Michael Brown Jr, an 18-year-old black man, was fatally shot by a Ferguson police officer Darren Wilson. The incident resulted in protests and street demonstrations in Ferguson, Missouri. The movement once again returned to national headlines and gained further international attention when George Floyd, an American hip-hop artist, was killed by Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. The movement also focused on putting an end to white supremacy. For those of you who don't know what white supremacy is, it is basically referred to as a belief that white people are superior to those of other races. and thus have a right to dominate them. I know it is a pretty messed up theology to come up with. Anyways, let's get back to our topic. The 2020 Black Lives Matter protests in the United States became one of the largest movements the country had ever seen. It is said that an estimate of 15 million to 26 million people participated in the protests. And believe it or not, but 15 million is a lot of people hundreds of thousands of people in london sydney cape town rio de janeiro stockholm tokyo and many other communities took to streets in solidarity captured on video the raw power of floyd's horrifying death also brought to surface the local issues of racial violence and inequality this inspired people all across the world to rise up against what was happening in their home countries as well there is a very beautiful quote that i remember 
it says that what defines us is how well we rise after falling Now let's talk about who founded the Black Lives Matter movement. The movement was founded by three black women, Alicia Garza, Patrice Colors, and Opal Tomeri. As stated before, this movement first started in 2013 in the form of an online campaign. Black Lives Matter was known as an unstoppable international phenomenon with women as its driving force. As Alicia Garza also says in her book, The Purpose of Power, that hashtags do not start movements. People do. In an article written by Nina Jablonski, she raises the issue that racism has a physical impact on the body. The effects of racism especially on the black body can be seen in plain sight. Racism operates at multiple levels to negatively affect health. I'm going to list some of them out for you. I believe physical violence and rampant infectious diseases are at the tip of the iceberg. Racism also affects the access to health services and healthy lifestyle by creating unhygienic neighborhoods. or districts where people cannot thrive it also leads to a lower self-esteem and psychological well-being from this i remember that i would like to recommend you a beautiful movie called the blind side the movie tells us the story of a black kid who suffers from low self-esteem and how he overcomes it i could go on and on and on about the negative effects of racism but i don't want to make you feel bored so let's move further and discuss more about black lives matter throughout the movement an important question arises how did the movement affect the world and how did it change everyone's perspective american public opinion can sometimes seem stubborn people haven't really changed their views on abortion in like 50 years but the black lives matter movement has been an exception from the start public opinion on race and criminal justice issues have been improved a lot ever since the shootings of Trayvon Martin and Michael Brown The death of George Floyd under police custody on 25th May changed the public opinion on race and criminal justice drastically. The world has witnessed some of the most engaged, passionate, and determined anti-racism protests. I know I've said this before, but many people from Minnesota and New York to Amsterdam, thousands of protesters have taken to streets and social media to show solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. The protesters demand that the government actively puts an end to police brutality and institutional racism. Some protesters also use the slogan All Lives Matter 
to emphasize the importance of the dignity of a human being, irrespective of their racial background. The movement highlights the right of a person to be valued and respected for who they are and be treated in a way that is ethical. Ever since Floyd's passing, people have taken the chance to reflect on their own privileges and racial ignorance. I believe that the Black Lives Matter movement not only focused on restoring the dignity of the ones who have been racially profiled, but it also helped the people find their inner strength and weaknesses as a human being. Now let's talk about some anecdotes of the direct victims of police brutality. Justin Howell, a 20-year-old student at Texas State University, was protesting George Floyd's death outside police headquarters a little after 11 p.m. on May 31st. The protester who was standing next to Howell hurled a water bottle and a bag at the police officers. As the chief, Brian Manley, said himself, that one officer fired beanbag rounds at the demonstrator as a response. The rounds, however, struck Howell in the head, leading to a fractured skull and brain damage. Someone in the crowd carried him towards the police headquarters to seek medical help. According to Chief Manley, the protesters were fired upon with less lethal munitions as they brought the victim towards the officers to get him medical help. Another incident involves the death of Breonna Taylor, a black medical worker who was shot and killed by Louisville police officers in March during a raid on her apartment. The former Louisville detective involved in the case pleaded to be not guilty. No charges were announced against the other two officers who fired shots and no one was charged for causing Miss Taylor's death. For months, Miss Taylor's family has pleaded for justice, pushing for criminal charges against the other officers. Her case began to draw national attention in May, and finally, in September, Louisville officials agreed to pay $12 million to settle a wrongful death lawsuit bought by Miss Taylor's mother. Incidents like these make me wonder whether a human life can be purchased, that anyone can put a price on someone else's life, just like the officials in Miss Breonna Taylor's case. I believe that it is in the human nature to be selfish and emotionally ignorant of someone else's life. Another question arises in our mind, that what could have been done differently? I personally believe that in this time of a worldwide spread of a pandemic, the protests could have been carried out in a more systematic way. To stop the spread of COVID-19, several protocols should have been followed, so as to carry out the protests in an elegant yet peaceful way. There have also been reports where the protests were getting out of hand. For instance, 
There were several incidents of looting and violence. I think that such incidents may harm the public image of the Black Lives Matter movement. There have also been several policies under discussion, such as defunding the police. I really do not believe that such policies can bring an end to police brutality and racism as a whole. Otherwise, the majority of the protesters, 95% to be precise, were peaceful and organized in their methods, and I believe that is very much to be appreciated. Let's take a look at the seven demands of the Black Lives Matter campaign. They are as follows. 1. Convict and ban Trump from future political office. 2. Launch a full investigation into the ties between white supremacy and capital police, law enforcement and military. 3. Permanently ban Trump from all digital media platforms. 4. Defund the police. 5. Pass the Breathe Act. 6. Don't let coup be used as an excuse to crack down on our movement. And lastly, for number 7, expel Republican members of Congress who attempted to overturn the election and incited a white supremacist attack. This is all for the demands. Now, I do believe that some of these statements hold some truth, and I'm sure that some of these have already been met. If any one of you is interested in learning more about these demands, please check out the official website for Black Lives Matter, which goes by the same name. The website is an important part of the movement. It tells the people to fight for their freedom, liberation, and justice. Another important question is that where is this movement going now? As it is the natural law of this world, that everything once comes to an end, I believe that this movement is in no way different. It will eventually lose its way over the years. Support for Black Lives Matter reached its peak in June with 67% of the US adults expressing their support. However, the figure had shrunk to 55% by September, and currently around 48% of American voters support the movement. Though some passionate supporters of the movement might never stop in their effort to do so, I believe that the burning fire of the Black Lives Matter movement will eventually burn out when things are peaceful again. For my conclusion, I would like to say that Black Lives Matter was not simply a movement or a bunch of protests. It was a lot more than that. It gave the people a chance to unite with each other and provided them with a common ground to stand on irrespective of their social backgrounds. Though it might have turned out to be violent at some part, the support that this movement gained, not only on a national level, but across the world, helped the people, especially the racially profiled, a chance to stand up and revolt.
In the end, I would like to thank you for listening to me. This is your host Shivam Khanna and have a good day.